0: Hey guys, Jeff Beggins here. Thank you for listening to the BE3 podcast. For the last 25 years now, with 55,000 transactions, billions of dollars in sales, coaching and training thousands of real estate agents, we've seen a lot, we've heard a lot, and we've done a lot, and now it's about giving it back to you. It's about empower, educating, encourage you to be the best you can be and take you to the next level. Thanks for listening. What's going on, BE3? What's Jeff Beggins and, and Mike Puma. Wind. We have an interesting topic today, I would say. Yeah. I'm having a fun time. We are introducing a new member to our management team, um, Vice President Agent Development, and pretty cool agent who's working with Berkshire for several years came over to us to help us grow some of the big initiatives. So I'm spending the last few days coaching one on one with the current agents, introducing him into the, to the mix, and it's kind of fun. Yep. And one of the things that keeps on coming back is scheduling. What are the goals for the end of the year? What are 2020? What can we do to help you all the typical stuff that you, that you want to do to support the agents? But the issue is how do I find the work-life balance? And it comes up so often. And I think that those watching our, our tribe has probably the same issue. So I thought it'd be an interesting debate for us today to talk about what is work-life balance. Is there really one? Is, is it real? Is it a unicorn or what's going on with that? So let's, let's banter a little bit about that.
1: I, I don't know how anyone else can decide what is considered balanced other than that individual, right? What's yep. balanced for me is, you know, let, let's put this in perspective. If I was working 70 hour weeks, right? And my family was used to that, but I said, no, I need more balance in my life and I go to working 50 hour weeks to a lot of people. Maybe that is still way too much work. And that's not even anywhere near work-life balance, but compared to working 70 or 80 hour weeks, that was insane balance, right? But it's so prescriptive compared to the individual and their family that I don't think that I don't, I think it exists. I just think it exists individually for that person and their family. I I think
0: it's your, I I agree with you on that aspect of it. It is a total BS perception of you trying to benchmark yourself against somebody else, which is ridiculous. How do you judge yourself being in balance or out of balance against what against who? So just because you look at Joe, And Joe works and he goes home every day at five and he does whatever he does. And you think he's got good work-life balance and you're sitting working till 1130 and you feel like you don't have work-life balance. Where does that thought even come from? Because you're doing you and Joe's doing
1: Joe. What if we replace the word balance with happiness? Right. Right. I think the conversation changes. Work-life happiness. Right. Because the way I look at it, is if, what if I'm happier at work? Right. Then is my balance at work? Should I work more? Maybe I don't work enough, right? Right. If that's my happy place, (laughs) maybe 40, 50 hours isn't enough. Maybe I wish I could spend 80 hours at work and that would make me happier at home because I'm happier because I'm getting to do what I want to do. Good right, point. and so now when you restrict how much I can do there, and that's my happy place, then I'm grumpier at home, which makes everyone more miserable. Like you right. know what I mean? Like yeah, that, yeah. it could go both ways. But that's a great point. If we focus on happiness, what? Where are you happy? That's right? a good
0: point because you put the pressure on yourself. I I know I do it. Yeah. I put pressure on myself to not work sometimes, right. and I it gets aggravating because I absolutely freaking love what I do. Right. And it's not. And work. it's not
1: work, so you don't view it that it's not way.
0: Work. I mean, literally it's, it's 1230 at night and I'm like, damn it. Right. I got to go to get some sleep. Absolutely. And I'd rather not because I love doing what I'm doing and it's fun.
1: Yeah. And there are but times maybe where you're like,
0: that's totally whacked out balance, but my wife probably enjoys it because she's got some peace and quiet and I'm loving it because I'm getting some stuff done and it's a happiness across the board. But maybe to some people it's not a good balance.
1: Well, and to some people they're not, they're not communicating or open enough with their significant other or whoever's upset about it. The the only time, in my opinion, this becomes a major issue is when there's not clear communication between all the affected parties. And I say affected parties. Don't let your friend right make judge you and make you feel bad about your the way your family dynamic works from a work life balance perspective because they have no say. Right? right. Does it matter? Are it's you, not their are family. you? If you work less, is that affecting them in any way? Right? It only affects the immediate people around you. So if there's not communication there, that's an issue, you know, they, they'll get mad, right? But my wife will tell me, like, we'll have that conversation. Hey, you haven't put down your phone. I'd love to get 30 minutes of your time, okay? Right. Then I may not want to put down my phone, but I, that's obviously a realization to me. Like, okay, she needs this. She's important to me. Right. So now I'm going to find that balance, Right, and make sure that she's happy because if she's happy, I'm happy, and so that plays out. Right. So then I'll do that. Right. But you have to do that. The problem is a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people aren't gonna. That spouse is not gonna say, "Hey, put your phone down." They just get pissed. Right. Right. And then that builds and builds and builds and builds to a point of, with some people where it gets to a point of no return. Yep. So that, to me, that's the issue. There's a lack of communication and understanding amongst the dynamics within your own you know, family.
0: That's, I agree. And that turns down into getting clear about what the goal is, right? right? Because work-life happiness also goes in spurts, right? I know I'm on a, I'm on a super crazy marathon right now because I've got a little girl coming in a few weeks, Yep. right? And I know for a fact that my work-life happiness is going to flip completely on purpose because I'm not going to be into work at all right for a while. Cause I'm going to be completely into the happiness of welcoming this new girl into the world, right? Yep. I can't wait. So, but building up to that point in time, I've got zero problem getting up at 430 and working until 1230 cause it makes me happy because I know I'm getting shit done. So when that flips for me, I'm not pressured because I'm checking the boxes and all the stuff I need to get done so I can have that happiness. It's not a balance. It's a complete imbalance again, but it's creating happiness. Right. Now, Mm -hmm. does it create happiness for my wife right now? No. (laughs) Right. Because if I have to go do things, I got to go do things. But I'm doing it because I know it creates the ultimate flow of happiness later. Right. Right? But as long as
1: that framework is created and everyone on the team is on the same game plan, then it works. Right. Right. It's just like anything else. If you're playing football and the quarterback has one play in his head and the running back has another and the wide receiver has another. Yep. The play is never going to work, right? right but when right. everything's in sync, they're going to throw a touchdown. Now, if they throw that touchdown to the wide receiver, the running back may be like, ah, man, I wish I got to run that ball in. But ultimately, the goal of the team was to score a touchdown, right. right? And so everyone's still going to be happy. And so it's just a matter of creating that framework within your, within your unit, your team, that makes sense. And then building a business in a time frame that allows you to execute on that happiness. If your happiness is work, then do that, right? But if your happiness is you say, listen, I really don't love what I do that much, then A, I think you should quit and find what you do love. But (laughs) if that's not an option, then I think you need to realize, okay, if in real estate, if I really want to find my happy place is coaching my kid on Saturdays, but I can't do that because I'm working with too many buyers, then that takes a realization like, okay, yes, I love the money that comes from working with these buyers, but I'm gonna take a little bit of a hit in the short term on my financials so that I can focus on working with listings because listings will allow me to eventually get to a place where I can work less on Saturdays and go coach my kid, which is the happiness. That's creating balance for me intentionally, so intentionally yeah. building a business that allows you to get to your happy place, not balance, happy place. That's a,
0: here's an interesting point. One of the coachings I was doing with this, um, agent, she works with her husband, right? And trying to figure out the balance on how this thing's going to work, which creates a whole different set of aggravation sources, right? When you're 24 seven with somebody, eventually it, it's annoying, right? so they have to figure out where the schedule is and, and we got into the discussion about goals right and the key part to me about goals is it's not just you achieving them it's when you know it's okay to turn it off right so in their particular case twenty thousand bucks a month is what they want to feel comfortable right that pays the bills it chips off the debt it saves for investment property allows the cool vacations that they want to go do kids have school paid for 20 grand a month is a good comfortable number for them. So I'm like, okay, so how many deals is that, right? That's four, right? And about a ballpark, what they need to do. So that's one a week. So they, it's, I'm talking about chunking down to simplicity, go get one good contract property under contract. One new listing is with a focus right now a week. And all your attention is on getting a good follow-up done to find that one appointment. When you have it and you're done and you're on track for 20 grand this month, check the box. Yep. Right, go to the beach. Yep. Take a little vacation. Relax a little bit because you got that big ass smile on your face and you are successful. And we sometimes get in this mind that we have to 20 is good, but I got 14 other people I can get. I can get five more under contract and I'll get 80 grand this month, right? You're going to kill yourself, you're going to have no happiness and you don't really need it. Yep. Right, so that's the other part about work life. Happiness is pick your number and do it. And then it's okay. Once you have 20 grand this month, you told me that's gonna make you happy, then you know what, hey, John, do you want a client? Pay me a referral fee, I'm going to Mexico, right? Right. And then you're done. Now next month, you need to go get the other 20. So yeah. stockpile your pipeline. But I think the important thing about goals is it doesn't tell you where you're going necessarily, only it tells you when you're there and when you can check right. that box and, and go off. So that's yeah. a big indicator for a work-life balance also.
1: Yeah, it's a great point. I think the biggest challenge most people have with this is we're so afraid of judgment that we lie to ourselves and everyone else, right? If you don't enjoy coaching your kids on Saturday, but you tell yourself that you do (laughs) because you think that's what you should care about, then you are going to ultimately fail because you're gonna be miserable because you're out coaching your kid on Saturday and you really wish you were showing clients around.
0: And you're pandering to somebody else's bullshit perception right. of what you think they think it's you a should hard,
1: This is a hard thing and I get it because a lot of times it means you're going against the popular opinion. Yep. But to you to sit there and and when we open this up and say, I love to work, right? It's my happy place. Yep. I, do, I would rather sit there at 11 o'clock in work then sit with my wife and do nothing, right? If that is a true statement, you need to be able to say that, yeah. right? And what most people do is say, oh, I shouldn't say that. So I don't know, I don't really think that, I'd rather do that. Right. But you're creating unhappiness, which ultimately lays major cracks in a foundation and yeah. will eventually what expose you, What itself. you're gonna do is
0: you're gonna sit there watching some Netflix show thinking, God, this sucks. Yeah, I, I really be doing this. I can yeah. thing. And that literally and that will happen. You're not
1: engaged and you're not happy, so I right. do it. So stop lying to yourself. Don't cater to anyone else. And then once you have that, be honest with the people that it's going to impact. Have that conversation. It's why I love our um, art of life betterment. Yep. Right process. And unfortunately, a lot of our agents don't take advantage of it. But what I liked about it when I first did it was not just me doing it, having Courtney do it because it's important because when we look at those, her wants and needs and her life art of life betterment was very different than mine, but it allowed us to really set back. So she knows, she looks at me differently. If I'm working overworking and it's annoying her, she now has it in the back of her mind. Like, Oh, you know what though? He really enjoys it. It's not work. And so she doesn't resent me for it anymore. So right? that cabin in the woods is coming. Right. She lets right. it go. But right. she's going to understand. There's an understanding that comes with that. That's right. In the same way that I understand that when she's on her computer planning the next trip and all the details. Right. I'm OK with that, even though it annoys the crap out of me right? because I don't want to have everything planned necessarily. I get that. That's her thing. Right. And so it's just this understanding. And I think that's the key and building a business that is actually going to create happiness, whatever that happiness is, but you will not get there if you lie to yourself. And dig a little
0: bit deeper on that one, because ultimately, and this may sound wrong to say this, but who really matters ultimately, right? If you're not happy with yourself, with what's going on, you're not going to bring happiness to anybody around you ever. So most people try to fit into a box or a mold that Facebook think is good or Instagram is good or the neighbors think is good or their best friends want. You compare yourself to what the other neighbors doing or what your wife thinks you think you think your wife should be thinking or what your friend's wife does and all that stuff. And there's too many things are inputting into your brain and ultimately none of it matters because nobody cares, Right. right? Ultimately, nobody really gives a crap about what you're doing except for you and if you're doing anything thinking that somebody else really cares it's not true i mean ultimately at some level your wife doesn't really care what you're doing no right she might support it and accept it she didn't care it doesn't matter to her the outcome does but when if you start saying god should i really take on this new initiative um she doesn't care no it doesn't doesn't really matter to you now if you get excited about it you go home juicing like this is cool as hell you're going to be happy which means that you'll probably get some more income. You guys can do some more trips and start saving to get some more investment properties and all that stuff that she'll appreciate the outcome. But she doesn't necessarily have to like the process of of it being made, right? So stop worrying about what the partners are thinking ultimately. I mean, sometimes guys, if there's too much resistance to what you like and you get the resistance, things, sometimes don't go well together. Yeah. You're
1: not aligned. They're not aligned. You're and not, if aligned. you're not aligned,
0: either get aligned or get unaligned. Yeah. And if you're really happy doing what you're doing, because if you're trying to undo what you're doing, to be happy to to satisfy somebody else's thought thinking, a it's never going to work. And now you have two unhappy people. You're delaying, so what's the whole point you're delaying
1: the inevitable, right? It, so you, it will expose itself. At some point it will, it'll either create major resentment when the kids are gone. It will, it, at some point, it will rear its head. So we it didn't know we were will. doing
0: a psychological session here today, right? I know. <laughs> we just
1: caused 37 people to get divorced today. <laughs> that,
0: was, that was not the intent. before time. that happens, because that should never happen, or maybe it should, right? It Sometimes may, it maybe should. Maybe it should. But I like the point of taking life better and saying spouse A, spouse B, what life makes you happy? B, what spouse makes your life happy? Do yours, let me do mine. Can we find right. common ground here?
1: That's the, that is the, at oh, least that's the way I took it. That was kind of the point of yeah. the Art of Life Betterment. Right. Right. Was this is what I care about. This is my roadmap to get there. Right. Here's what you care about and your roadmap to get there. And what you end up finding is that there's a lot of commonalities, A right? couple, at least a few. Some overlap. And here's what I mean. When we did ours, I care, a lot of my, my goals were more work and business related right? A lot of Courtney's were more, I want to go here. I want to travel here. I want you to take more vacation. I want you to do those things, right? So at the surface level, you look at those and go, those are completely opposite. You want to work more, she wants you to work less, right? right? I look at that and say, no, not necessarily. Because if I can accomplish these things from a business perspective, that creates the economics that allows me to take time and go to the places that she wants to go to right? Yep, so yep. ultimately there's overlap. Right. A one feeds the other, right? Now yep. she may not see it that way in the beginning. I may not see it that way, but when we actually got done and looked at it and said, yeah, you know what? There's a lot of overlap here. Yep. And so that's, that's the whole point of the exercise. You two have got everyone involved, and even if it's just you and your kids, right? There's a lot yep. of single parents out there that are like, oh, well, my kids expect this. Yep. Do they? Have you actually talked to them? They might think you're a jerk at home and don't want you at home, Right. Like I'm serious. Like this is a reality. This is like something that people don't want to talk about. But the reality is if you are not happy being at home, I venture to say if your kids were completely honest, they're probably not happy that you're home because you're probably not happy. You're not not happy when you're home. So you're not probably very nice to them. Because Your energy
0: is right. And it's a
1: negative vibe. They probably would prefer that you're gone. Right. So like that's hard to hear but wouldn't it be a lot better if then you weren't there and when you were, you were actually happy. Yep. And then, so yes, maybe it's less time overall, but you're actually spending higher quality time, quality happier quantity. time. I mean, there's just, there's so many things that I think we cater to as a society and this being a huge one yep. where there are some people that for them life balance is I want to work 10 days a, a year and have complete passive income. Cool. That's, balance for yep. them right there's others that like i wish i could work every day of the year it, it doesn't matter it's so across the board it's just it's again it's finding that happiness and balance within your and, own and the
0: common goal i mean like i have my challenge is my wife won't do this and that's okay because she won't do the art of life. she betterment. doesn't like doing the art of life betterment she doesn't want anything to do with it and just i'm, freaks I'm her out doesn't want to do it and i'm Total acceptance of people. So, I mean, shit, sure, what are, we gonna are we gonna you going to do? you force her to do it? No, I'm not going to force her to do it. Does not make things more difficult? Absolutely. Because there's one person running it's down there. Harder to path. understand. It's harder for her to understand what I do because she's not inside of my head. Right. Right. And it's harder for me to understand what she does because I'm outside of her head. So, eventually, right, we'll get on the same page as far as that. But the reality of it is, I know a lot of you watching have the same situation, but that's okay. Because I didn't, she didn't sign up for any rule book that says she has to follow my line of shit that I like to do, right? Just because it yep. helps me doesn't mean it helps her and that's fine. So we find our own ways to get things done. But ultimately, at the end of the day, we gotta say, look, at the end of the quarter, here's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Cause I'm going to bring in this. And when I bring in this, if you don't wanna participate in the the ultimate to-do list, I'm just gonna tell you what the to-do list is yeah. and you can choose to like it or not, right? And yeah. you're welcome to, to chime your stuff in whenever you want to, but without the participation, I'm just going to come up with it Yeah. and this is what I'm going to go do. So at the end of my quarter, this happens, this happens, this happens. And at the end of a year from now, I'm working towards this at the end of five years from now, this is what I'm expecting from a vacation schedule and travel and experiences and all. So this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. I hope you want to enjoy the ride, right? Yeah. And then hopefully enjoy the creation of the next ride. Cause we do it every quarter and eventually I'll wear her down. Right. And I know she's watching this, so I will. <laughs> and, um, but that's the whole point. So, but you kind of go with the flow and it is what it is. And then for me, I know what I'm doing and I don't deviate from what I'm doing cause it's going to get done because I have that goal, but I, where I'm not. And then this is another point. This is also goes in waves. I mentioned earlier, I'm going full on throttle right now because in three weeks I'm not right. Right. And I'm also going even more full throttle because I know what happens with market cycles and I know kind of where we are in this cycle. And I know when the market turns a little bit, it's going to change and pivot the, what's able to be happened, right? right? The work's not going to be the same. So you're taking advantage of the opportunities when they're here. Cause when the market shifts, there'll be plenty of opportunities to just be different and it's going to have to pivot. So when you find something, you find a little gold mine, that's printing gold, you work the hell out of that gold mine. Yeah. Right? And then when it stops spitting out gold, you got to go find another shaft, right? That's yep. the whole point. So when you're finding something that's working, take advantage of it while you have it and just roll and, roll and roll and roll and roll and get the people aligned with you to realize that you found a honey hole and you're going to ride that baby as long as you can, right? So that's also a happiness balance also. And yeah. so it's, it's a realization, self-awareness of when things are really good, take them and sometimes that creates an imbalance but it's worth it because those of you who have been doing this long long like i've been doing this a long time we know what happens on the other side of this market when the phones don't ring and you can't just do an instagram post and get four people to say i want to buy a house right yeah. just it's most people have never seen the other side right. so this, we always constantly say work now because it's so great because you'll have time to not work later unfortunately so just do it so where is the balance there is no balance balance is a mystical unicorn that doesn't make any sense and has nothing to no sense in reality yeah
1: it's not about balance it's about happiness happiness
0: and figure out what puts that big ass smile on your face and what works inside of your 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 unit yeah whoever your support system is you've got to get online on page or at least let them know that you're just going to keep doing it so let's hit something tactical that it worked with this couple i was talking about before so they've got two kids okay right and they've got both of them in the business, two young kids, not in school yet. Oof. And that creates a lot of problems, right? Yep. Who's watching the kids? Who's doing this? Who's dropping off at preschool? Who's doing what? Who's prospecting? Who's doing the leads? And how, how do you deal with that? So this all came down to the simple thing I always do, the simple time blocking, right? Yep. So you got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, in essence. Let's get all of your stuff done. This is a couple that needs 20 grand a month, right? 20 yep. grand a month. So we need to get one good solid deal a week in the marketplace that they're working in. So who's doing what on which days she's taking off Wednesdays. He's working on Wednesdays. They have got their little deals flexible out there. So they're like, okay, so now you have to do your lead gen right at some point in time. And I don't care when it is, but it has to be your gospel time. I always prefer mornings because less things distract you. So yep. before anything can distract you, first thing is go through lead gen. And in their world, they've got hundreds of leads and they're not following up well. So the first thing they're doing is going through all lead follow-up, putting it all on one database, turning it into greens and yellows and reds. And so with one glance at a document, they can see how many leads are real. And then the simple question is, of those greens, are any of them gonna bring me 20 grand this month? Or five grand this week? Yeah. And the answer is, if yes, great. Can we set an appointment for Tuesday at 1.30 or Thursday at three? So I have them set up that I'm able to take appointments at 1.30, 30 on Tuesday, Thursday and Friday.
1: Yep.
0: Right. And that's it. So their whole job is they've got four little buckets to fill. That's it. So that's a listing appointment or a buyer appointment. And all their work is designed to fill this one and you're not going to get every deal that you go on. So they have to go on at least two good solid listing appointments a week or two great buyer showings pre-approved buyers a week. Right. That's it. So this is their time to do it because Wednesday's sacred for her. This day is sacred for him. So they had to work that happiness out Amongst themselves to say, you got the kids these days, this is where you take them to school, you take them to school. So, in the reality is, you only have three hours sometimes in a day. Yeah. Right? If you're really honest with yourself yeah. about how, what are you going to do? So, now you got to be super efficient from 9 30 until one. And that's the only time you have. So, you cannot screw around. You got to be straight, like surgical with your time because to make, t- first of all, how many people make 20 grand a month? Not many. All right. Right. So to make 20 grand a month is, first of all, you're lucky as hell to have an industry. You could just go do that, and but you've got to work smart. And so that's yep. kind of a tactical way is if you don't have your schedule blocked out in a point where you know for sure, I do my appointments at Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at either one thirty or 4. And now every time you do anything, you know that those are the times that you're doing that well, that you're and then The time.
1: schedule for me is a very tactical way of creating this life happiness that we keep talking about because even when it comes to the things outside of work, when yeah. you have those things, put them on your calendar. Yep. So you hold yourself accountable and you know, like if it, if your happiness is sitting on the couch from seven to nine and with your spouse and yep. watching a show, yep. Do literally it. put it on your calendar, seven to nine, I'm sitting on the couch, this is my thing, right? Phone off Netflix. Seven Correct, nine, happiness, uh, you're yep. out of touch. But what that allows you to do is when I pull up the calendar in the morning and I know okay, I'm, gonna, I'm busy during this time, kids have practice here, so I'm not gonna get anything done there, but that means that I have this window to get stuff done. So now let me prioritize that and, and hold myself accountable during these hours because I'm not gonna do them during here. There's gotta be those non-negotiables in your calendar, whether that's family time, gym, kids, stuff with the kids, stuff with the spouse. There's, those non-negotiables have got to be on there and those are gotta be, if they're your true happiness, those have got to be treated like non-negotiable. Those, that Those is not negotiable. I am doing this during that time frame, So I'm not going to schedule anything else. But be- you've got to
0: say no. So a buyer says, I want to go see properties. Correct, I am on not fi- doing it. On Wednesday at 10, sorry. I need to go see properties. Busy. But I need to, that's my day off. I'm sorry, let's,
1: I, can, I can have one of my other agents take you there if needed.
0: Or I could see you Thursday at 1.30. Right. And then you have to be okay with saying
1: no. bye. yes and And the reason that's important is that is a slippery slope, yep. the second you start giving up on something that makes you happy and you do it once, then it's easier to do it again, then it's easier to do it again. and next thing you know, you haven't been in the gym in a month and you feel bad about yourself, which makes you angry at home, which pisses off those people, which then makes your friends mad then you're shitty at work, this yep. all it literally will snowball and Until it's you're probably happy living to you. under a bridge right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that's a pretty steep fall, but it, happen. <laughs> it could happen. Um, <laughs> the, but I mean, you get it. I, and I'm sure there's people watching that are, that have been there. They're like, shit, yeah, that's happening. It happens. Yep. So the only way to avoid that is to literally have those times and be able to say, no, I mean, it's truly gotta be, if it, if it makes you happy, it's a non-negotiable.
0: Yep. You're right. So time block it.
1: That's it. So I hope so. this helped guys.
0: I don't know if we created any <laughs> solved any problems or created more questions but I hope that the major takeaway is happiness and if it's not happiness. making you happy don't do it it's
1: got to be the name of the game yeah See thanks you guys. for watching
0: guys